Welcome to episode 264 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Uh, my weekend has been a good one, real chill one. We went to go see uh, Very nice. Disney's Haunted Mansion yesterday. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, we did a double feature of Haunted oh. Mansion and then actual horror movie Talk to Me, which was real gnarly. There you go. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have you we ever been on the Haunted do... Mansion, the ride? Yes, I actually have. Good, um, good. I've been on that a few times. I did not know that there was already a Haunted Mansion movie out there, apparently starring Eddie Murphy. Mur- Mur- you don't didn't remember know that, that was a thing. Nope, not I... at all. That was a large <laughs> presence. Maybe I was just watching a lot of Disney Channel at that time. Hugh and Rachel, my partner, she mentioned it that she was like, I liked the original one when I was a kid. And I was like, I thought this was the original one. She goes, no. I was like, oh, I had no idea. Oh, well. But yeah, we had a blast with that. But it's been good. It's been a relaxing weekend. Besides that. Very nice. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, what about you? Did did you do uh, anything else besides the double feature movie stuff? I, I wanted to share with you a fact I learned just briefly. Okay. <laughs> uh, you remember I said the other week that my roommate, who is a uh, a women's tackle football player, was going to the national championships, and she was going to be on ESPN too. Yes. That was last weekend, but my dad recorded the game and he was showing me some of it yesterday. That's awesome. And he knows so much about football. Like he can like explain to me what she's doing and I live with mm-hmm. her and I can't tell you what it is. It's like, all right, they're does. in an eye f- f- formation. He is, she's running the, the QB sneak up here. The tight end runs in and get <laughs> like he points at her on the screen and says she's a defensive end. And I'm like, how mm-hmm. do you know that? How can you tell? That's what she's doing when she's standing there on the grass. But uh, our local team is called the St. Louis Slam. And during yeah, the cool. championships, they were mentioning other teams that have played in the Women's uh, Football Alliance recently. Not even an association, an alliance of mm. women football players. Did you know your local team is called the Oklahoma City Lady Force? The Lady Force. <laughs> you can go to a Lady Force game next year. Interesting. I'll have to look that up. And I had see to share that with you. Where it is, where they play, but they play at one of the colleges, stadiums. They are interesting. Huh. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of good things that are good to know, <gasps> Melissa, what good. are we talking about this week? We are concluding our ongoing monthly coverage of The Good Place. Today, we are talking about season four of four. Mm -hmm. Fourth and final season of The Good Place. Here we are. Uh, We're we're at the end. Uh, We have watched the entirety of The Good Place. I think this was a fun show to watch, especially since we hadn't really done a sitcom 
on the show. We've I, done some like sitcom exchanges. Mm. Uh, I know just a, a week or two ago we covered Futurama. We had like a you 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 p- picked out se- seven episodes that spanned all ten mm. seasons that had ha- ha- happened previously. Um, like we've we've done some kind of special things like that, but mm. we haven't done a sitcom to its entirety I, until now. Because often they're they're tricky lengths; they run forever, or it's like, well, it doesn't get good until season three. And or season one has was, 52, right. fifty-two episodes, and it's just like, what? How? How? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> How do we cover this? What fits our structure? And the good place with four consistently strong seasons and a lot of uh, extra emotion and and lore and mythology packed into it made it the perfect candidate. And this was a, an, an excellent journey. Yeah. Yeah. In, indeed. I, 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 I know I've mentioned it on when we've covered the previous seasons uh, that I, I remember, like, as the show was coming out, that. People really enjoyed it. Uh, even the seasons that weren't as well liked were still really well liked. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I had just never gotten into it. Didn't really know what all the hubbub was about. Uh, so I'm glad we got to cover it uh, with this. And yeah, now that I've seen the entirety of the show, I have to say it was a great one. It was a good mm-hmm. show indeed. So. Good stuff. With the good yeah, place, I you know I just finished it this morning. I didn't realize mm. or had forgotten that the finale was an hour long, so I had to wait and do it this morning. Yeah, uh, I was ran not out ex- of time last that. night. I, I, I cried so much when I wasn't expecting to. I we had another recording yeah. scheduled for today, and I texted you like, "Can we put the other one first? And what I really meant was. I think I'm going to cry when I talk about the finale of The Good Place. We have to put that second so I don't have to reset my makeup in between recordings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why we are here at the time we are here, Kyle. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it. I, I, I think this Hazen is, is a great conclusion to the series. Um, one thing that I've always appreciated about this show is that it is... There is more of a story, like a narrative through the line with each of these seasons. Uh, And it's not the stereotype of a sitcom where every episode they kind of hit the reset button and you Mm, can kind of watch whatever episode whenever you want because it doesn't really matter. Uh, Certain ones have that more so or less, but this one really is like, no, we have a story, we have a narrative. It will have your basic sitcom structure, but we actually are telling a story mm. here. Um, and here in its conclusion, I think it does a good job of wrapping everything up, um, of of calling back to not only the original season, but the, the, the journey that the characters mm-hmm. went on. And I knew it was going to be an emotional series finale, but yeah, was not expecting it to be like as emotional as it like. I think that is one of the biggest successes of the show is this finale just on an emotional level, incredibly successful. Mm -hmm. Um, Good stuff. Uh, Yeah. 
the effect of this show is that it's not just concerned about its characters. It's really trying to leave the audience with a tool to better understand themselves and their relationships and their view on mortality and morality. Like this finale says things that I know I'm going to think about in like 60 years. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I think this finale went to some interesting places um, in terms of so, something that I, I think has been coming up with you and me when we're on the podcast here is we've been t- talking about how shows or a series of movies will have like nice b- bookends where like yeah. something happens in the first movie that is like thematically mirrored in the finale if mm. if you will and i think this show does a good job of that um some great callbacks to the opening scene or even just the original experiment that they mm. run in season one and having our star characters be the ones in charge of, yeah. of, of that um it's just a, a, a good full circle mm-hmm. um yeah yeah this is and a then, very no, just the show is, is very consistent not only in quality like the seasons of yeah. different missions different settings and goals but i really don't feel any sort of dip in quality at any time uh it's consistent in quality and it's consistent in it never forgets where it was like mm-hmm. if there's something yeah. you're thinking about oh i'd like to see that again here it is absolutely yeah um i think also on a more like a smaller scale, like each character also has that like full circle moment. They do a really good job with each character individually. Right. It's not just like, well, it's a good series finale kind of as a whole, but maybe Mm. some of the characters didn't get, you know, the closure they needed Mm. or it was glossed over. No, this, this absolutely spends the time with each character gives them, what they need puts them in a spot that makes sense for their character, their journey. I just, it's, it's a success, a great show. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely front to back. Uh, do, do you want to do a little bit of like a, 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 a not plots? I mean, I guess a plots synopsis. I always struggle mm. to say what it is on these monthly specials of, of like, is it like a, previously on lost right like <laughs> that kind of thing uh, or is it like here's, here's this is what this is what sets this season apart uh we are in another afterlife experiment where the goal is that they are going to bring humans into uh the same experiment that michael started with a good place to uh, a bad place disguised is a good place kind of but they're like, we are going to test the humans more uh, intentionally and see how they improve over their time here. This is what they're trying to prove to the bad place. Who's like, everybody's bad. Everybody since like 1200, be, you know, the year 1200 has gone to hell. Humans aren't good. They're like, humans can become better if you like really give them the right environment, the right resources, the right challenges Maybe it's not about how good you are, but how much you can improve. So they're doing an actual, okay, we have these four case studies. 
They have to make Cheaty one of the case studies. So that's a real struggle for Eleanor, who now has to be the subjective architect uh, yeah, figure. Wipe his memory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you see when they're actually trying to make other people better in a more mathematic way, like we have one year to prove this to Sean. Otherwise, like all uh, oh, the, the world's going to be rebooted. Maya Rudolph sings that song. I'm going to reboot the earth, reboot <laughs> the earth. They're like humans. If it's not working out with humans, we're just going to race them. We're just going to start over. Welcome to new earth, new people. And they're like, no, no, we want to like rebuild. We want to build on what we already have. So it's this race against time to like prove to heaven and hell. Humans can be good. Yeah. This we want this the afterlife to be a space for them to continue to practice and improve. In, indeed. Yeah. They're like thinking of like, well, we can give them a second chance just by rebooting it. And mm-hmm. on paper, yes, that's a second chance. Uh, but it's also like there's no change to the system in in the way they do all of that stuff. Uh, and that's what Michael is trying to fight against. He's like, no, it's not that they just need a, se- a second chance. It's that the system by which you're you're judging them is wrong. That was kind of the focus of season three. Mm. Um, but it like it's come to a head here where he has presented his case and they're like, all right, we'll hear you out. Right. We'll give you mm. one chance to prove that it wasn't just the four humans that you had this is not some fluke experiment right um but it really can't actually be anyone um and yeah the 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 show takes that to some interesting places and like i said has some great callbacks um some some interesting twists on that original experiment um considering now all our four main characters are or all Except Heidi is now in yeah. on what's happening here. They're kind of running the place. Um, yeah, there's some 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 interesting stuff happening uh, with this. In indeed, we had a great time watching mm-hmm. this one. So good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other kind of non-spoilery things that we should mention? I, the show continues to be very very funny. <laughs> Yep, I was amazed absolutely. at how it's like emotion to a 10 and humor to a 10. They and never really sacrifice one for the other. Humor that becomes super emotional just by way yeah. of it being a joke that they've had in the entirety of the show. Stuff like that is is good. I, I did have one kind of issue with that. It's not really an issue. It's just something like the the, the show was so purposeful in the way they kind of bring everything to a close that you almost really don't think about uh, a certain aspect um and that's okay i i don't feel like it's an issue but it's something mm. they just kind of didn't address that i was kind of like huh i wonder why they didn't address that um but i'll, I'll get more into that when when mm. we're in like full-on spo- 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 spoilers um but yeah, in, in general, I had a blast with mm-hmm. this. So let's take a quick break for housekeeping. And when we come back, we will dive into all the good spoilery goodness of the good place. 
uh, and have a good time there. So we'll be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. Thank, Thank you. you. It means a ton. Uh, over on the Pilots Club this past month, we talked about a show called Cable g- 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 Girls. Uh, but this next month, mm-hmm. so we are talking about Veronica Mars, the, the pilot of yes. Veronica Mars. Uh, do you want to tell us a little, a little bit about that one? Uh, d- during these months, we've been talking about The Good Place. I thought I would take advantage of the fact that this show stars two uh, t- TV veterans. So two months ago, we watched the pilot of Cheers featuring mm-hmm. Ted Danson. Thought we'd conclude our journey with the pilot of Veronica Mars starring a young Kristen Bell. Yeah, sounds good. I I think that was a good move there. And it's one that, that that's also another show that I've always heard good things about. Yeah. And I think it got like it, it got canceled prematurely or something like that. I don't remember, but I've always heard good, good things there. Um, But yeah, that's over at the Pilots Club at our three dollar tier on Patreon. Um Right here on the review show, speaking of sitcoms, I already mentioned us covering Futurama. Uh, We decided to cover a little like sampler platter of of Mm. Futurama episodes because it got relaunched a third time on Hulu. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we are now living in an age with new episodes of Futurama, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, let's see over on the reactor core. Of course, we concluded our coverage of Secret Invasion, Mar- Marvel's latest show. You can see what we thought of the finale. Uh, we did a Barbenheimer spoiler cast. Yes. So we covered both B- Barbie and Oppenheimer and what our experiences was like seeing both of the, 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 those. Uh, and then kind of p- Previously mentioned earlier in the show, right before this, we talked about the new Venture Bros Mm. movie. Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart, uh, which was a lot of fun. We also covered all of Venture Bros here on the review show early in 2020. Uh, So if you'd like to go back and hear all of that, that was the like the first end of the month special that we, that was we our did experiment. was the Venture Bros. So good and stuff. If with Venture that. Brothers has been my favorite show for 13 years. 
and we just watched the finale movie and I thought I'm going to put that one first because I'm less likely to cry at that one. <laughs> They'll tell you how truly impactful the Good Place finale is. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, and last but not least, over on the captain's log, who knew that we could have such a long conversation about gum? We yes. had a lot of topics stored Chewable, up because no minty. <laughs> nobody talks about gum so we did all of the talking about gum <laughs> yeah indeed we have we have a blast over on that show we even t- t- talked about some eisner award winners beetlejuice 2 and all the bad luck i've been having over the past two weeks <laughs> so there you go that's what we talked about over on the captain's log this past week uh but yeah that is about it for housekeeping So let's get into spoilers. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, um, let's see. So let me just get this like issue thing that I I, I had with the like not an issue. That's not the right word Mm. for it. Just a curiosity, I think. Right. Sure. So. Michael's whole goal is to kind of redo this system, this point system that kind of determines if people go to the good place or the bad place. Um, And it seems like. From what I understand, the people who are kind of initially like down on points and would be sent to the bad place Mm. are actually then sent to a staging area, which is this Mm. experiment. Now, right. This like false good place that tests them in different ways that maybe they didn't actually learn during their time on Earth here Mm. uh, or they didn't have the opportunity to or they thought Mm. they were doing some good thing. But because of the complexities of life, like they're actually like they bought a a Nestle chocolate bar and didn't realize that Nestle supports like child slavery out in that right and and, and stuff like yeah. that um and so all of that makes sense i get that but then when they implement the new system they don't really talk about people still failing that experiment they almost make it seem like everyone is passing they just don't talk about like well of this group, like five of them passed, but these two did not. And so they have to go to I'm sure it's happening, I, but it's just in, it's not mentioned in the original case. It's Chidi, John, Simone and Brent. Um, yeah. And when at the one year cutoff, they find out that Chidi, of course, Chidi and, and Simone and John all did become better, sufficiently better. And Brent, like, lost one point, and then they find, when they look at, like, really close at the scale of all of his ups and downs and all his point value, like, right before the clock runs out, he was about to, like, really be vulnerable and apologize to Chidi for something. And that's Michael's argument, is he didn't improve, but we have no proof that he wouldn't have improved tomorrow if this kept going. And when they make the case for, we have enough proof here I think we need to put dead people through further, further tests, really try and coach them into getting into the good place. And many, many baramies later, you see somebody still talking to Brent, like he's still a case study 
Right. Like, yeah. It just takes him longer. I think for that initial experiment, they had the one year timeline um, and then it ended up getting approved and extended. And he's just still in the system. He's still in the program. He's still learning. And I like I really like that idea of you don't know who somebody's going to become tomorrow. Yeah. Like have hope for them. It takes as long as it takes. You don't want to give up on the potential of somebody learning to be better. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, 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 I think that's a good thing. And yeah, I, I, I think them looking at like even the last second, he just, mm. just barely like, yeah. but that, that spike was ginormous, but it's the, mm -hmm. like you had to like zoom in microscope at, at the last second. Um, and I like that's the thing is like even though he didn't get back into positive points, right? Mm -hmm. He was on a trajectory uh, yes. to 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 get himself there, and uh, like that 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 is also kind of something they don't explore of like who has a trajectory that looks like they're about to make it, but then mm -hmm. goes back down a yeah. hill, right? Or um something that i i think the show has a sincerity about and an earnestness to that i appreciate uh mm -hmm. is a, 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 again this case of like the last second like yeah. something changes and happens and in this particular case it is like a true repentance 180 like it mm -hmm. still takes him some time to figure everything mm -hmm. out but he he yeah. now recognizes that like hey I need to mm -hmm. change. I am working on on that, all mm -hmm. that stuff. I, th I think just in my own kind of cynicism about life and religion and stuff like that, that's very close to someone like on their deathbed just being like, mm -hmm. I accept G -G 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 Jesus in into my heart. And it's it's a, a, a system that like. We, we can't really know if that works or not and mm. so I, I i have that like cynicism of like i guarantee you most of those people are just saying that to to do i don't know maybe yeah. it, it, it it does work but i i think it was and again not an issue that i had with the show because it obviously was not focused on that it was not focused on the fallout of kind mm. of this new system and the people that D didn't like pass this new experiment um it, it it just felt like a curiosity that it wasn't explored even just a little bit more um felt like they had maybe an episode's worth of of stuff um but again that it i, I think in the grand scheme of things is like a minor yeah. just like huh interesting that they didn't really explore that but oh well I, what, what we got was fantastic right it's also like here in the last handful of episodes do you want to take time away from our beloved exactly. protagonist to spend more exactly. time with a very questionable person right yeah um so it, it's yeah it's in the 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 show really knew what to <laughs> focus on to make the best yeah. possible finale for itself um so, yeah. I I thought your issue might have been that when they get to the good place and they find that the good place dulls you after a while, it's too 
endlessly, infinitely perfect that there's no texture for your brain to rub against. <laughs> you just sort of, uh, in the in the words of incredible guest star Lucy Kudrow, you become a glassy-eyed mush person right, once yeah. you get to the good place. <laughs> and they find that the solution is what's so special about life on earth is that you know it is finite you know you are mortal and you die and you go to something else we need to give that to the residents of the good place so that they have that meaning in their life again like you can die you can extra double die after you initially died on earth you can go to the good place and walk through these death doors and then you're just over that's the end you're at peace and i was wondering if there was going to be some opportunity for a form of reincarnation like what might be a good way to make the good place special is that you can leave and then have a lifetime of this vague sense of having something to look forward to again i gotcha and and i do like that in the final episode they explore different options for the different people i like that three of our four main humans do choose to go through that door and extra double die. But Tahani's like, I want to learn to do what Michael does. I want to stay here and yeah. be an architect. I thought that was really neat. These yeah. four characters who arrived in their arrived in the fake good place through these very different situations, these different flaws, these different journeys and methods of death. They don't all have the same method of ending their journey either. I really appreciated that. And I like that, the ultimate reward, the ultimate experience you can give Michael is to send him back to Earth. Send him, it seems like, to Arizona, and then he gets to live a human life for the the rest of the lifespan of a Ted Danson. I thought yeah. that was really sweet. Um, but yeah, I, I was wondering if that was going to be, like, one other option you could take to just go around again. Reincarnate, I, yeah. Which is also, like, that's the main fixture of the movie defending your life maybe they're like we can't do this better than defending your life or maybe they're like that's a little too close to like the religion we've been really living in this philosophical space that's not really yeah. what we're about i it's it, nothing's missing but like you said i was just curious if that was going to be something they would touch on yeah no i i kind of understood the the like yeah the good place is just this kind of monotonous boring yeah. place um because that is the thing like again i grew up christian um i'm no longer um one but that was the thing like some of the songs we would sing or like the scriptures we would look at yeah paint heaven to be this place where you're you're always singing and you're always it's like i don't i'm not good at singing like i Mm. I don't i don't want to do that right um and so yeah i i can see like if it is this existence of just always doing the same things over Mm. and over and over Mm -hmm. that's monotonous like that's like even that does not sound good even if it's infinite it's like well, like I've been in the ancient Acropolis like 20 times now. I'm good on ancient Acropolis. Or Jason's journey, the first of the characters to to reach the state of peace, which is amazing that he's the first one. Goofy, silly, dumbass little Jason. And his goal, when he can do anything in the world, he goes to a big stadium. His dad is there cheering him on and he plays a perfect Madden game. He's not yeah. even literally playing football. He does not win the Super Bowl 
for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He just does it in Madden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there is, you couldn't imagine there's more that Jason could go on to do, but he's reached what he needed. He's reached his final yes. point where he's like, I'm good on living. I'm done. I don't need anything else. And when he's trying to explain it to Eleanor and Cheedy, he says, the, I reached this point where things felt different when the air in my lungs felt the same as the air outside my body. That's so specific and poignant. And that's one of those things I'm going to think of forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just this, this moment of serenity where mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, okay, there it is. I've done everything right. that I've wanted to do. There is a sense of completion. Right. Just I I feel complete. And I think that that I think is an interesting view of the afterlife or of heaven, if you will, the the good, the good place that. Yeah, like that is also kind of one of the themes that was in there, like taught to me growing up, like you won't have wants or need like you'll be complete, like all of that stuff, like everything's going to be perfect. And it's it like that is essentially what we're chasing is this like sense mm. of completion. Um, mm-hmm. And the, I, I guess something that the show also doesn't necessarily explicitly talk about is, yeah, like not everyone gets to do everything they want to do in mm. life here. Uh, and so c- creating a good place where they can then complete all, all of that, 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 that stuff and accomplish those things on their own timeline and then just kind of go off into the void and cease to be like that. That seems in the most like platonic sense of an afterlife that seems to be like the most covers all religions and afterlifes and philosophies of just like you're done you're complete everything is perfect there's no wants there's no needs there's no more desires you're just you exist and then yeah. maybe you you, you 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 don't um mm-hmm. so i thought that was actually a nice way to put yes. things and just dis, 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 describe things so i didn't really have an issue with that no um, i i loved it i thought that was incredible what he says not just wonderful words but wonderful coming from jason and i like that later you find out like he made janet a necklace and he like dropped it in the woods and then he goes off to try and find it when she thought he went through the door and like baramies later he comes out like janet hey i found the (laughs) necklace she's like you've been out here the whole time he's like yeah i just waited for you to come back and he's like it wasn't hard to wait i just you know, like walked among the trees and I skipped rocks and I listened to the wind. And she's like, Oh, you became a monk. Like his journey, he has this really nice full circle moment, (laughs) right? Where he's lost this, his impulsiveness. He truly has become this very peaceful, thoughtful person. And I thought that was really lovely. He's like, I just wanted to see you one more time. Now I'm good. Bye. Yeah. Which is also like, like I, I like the full circle journey that that takes that he he does essentially become a monk but it's also strange like if you why didn't you just walk back into town like like you you, 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 (laughs) yeah you can just summon her you can just say hey janet right i I found the necklace here you go goodbye janet one more 
detail with that is 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 that as people come to their moment that they realize mm. they need to move on and enter this void of nothingness right it they get escorted by a janet but mm. he mentions it's not always the same janet yeah and so he, he he's been waiting for the one that he knows and the one that he fell in love with uh, which is, I, I think, also a, a, a nice detail, too, especially since they're all identical yeah. um, and often have the same mannerisms if they are the same kind of Janet. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that that was a, a touching moment mm. for sure. But, yeah, I, I like that he does just get to be calm and serene yeah. and just not say anything not throw any molotov cocktails not <laughs> play madden right two, two two other things about jason's journey this season Just i sitting love on the that dock when, of the bay right <laughs> we get to the good place we never got to see where he would live in the original good place experiment he just lived in tahani's mansion here we see the place he most wants to live, I, I which is we inside. Did. We got, or, or we got the like monks, he, like hut, right? Which is not, well, but that's yeah, it's not his. He just makes his his bud hole inside yeah. Tahani's mansion or wherever it is he wants to live. We see the place he most wants to call home is inside Stupid Nick's wing top. Yeah, right next to, to which, the ATM machine, he has his bed. i love that so much i i really relate to wanting to live inside of a restaurant (laughs) that felt very specific to me uh and i love there's always been this deep quiet sadness to jason that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. what he has but like how you and the characters react to jason like he just goes on his merry way and like there's things that happen to him that the other characters realize would be so absolutely haunting if he wasn't just so yeah. simple and sweet and like purposeful in his life like they he mentioned something about doing something with his dad when he was a kid and they're like jason you never really talked about your mom and he's like well my mom died when i was really young we lost her to the big c that's what we called the crocodile behind my house <laughs> just kidding it was cancer <laughs> right and then like swims off let's play marco polo <laughs> oh. god yeah it's um <laughs> he has just this like obliviousness to like how things should affect him emotionally Mm. yeah yeah i mean like he he gets emotional he gets excited about things he knows how to express love and even when the relationship wasn't working like he had trepidation about stuff right he was like hey this doesn't feel good like this hurts like i i don't mm-hmm. want to do that like we talk about this so he has a certain level of emotional maturity to to mm-hmm. get him by when he really needs to yes. but the the way he kind of deflects with his he he, he humor doesn't actually feel like a deflection it does feel more mm-hmm. like yeah, just kind of oblivious just, yeah. just just this i don't really understand what's going on you know he does but it just mm-hmm. right it's like the big c that's what we named the crocodile behind my house 
just kidding it was cancer <laughs> right and then like how he runs says off. everything yeah. exactly like that yeah yes. yeah just man <laughs> it's just like you 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 what you can't just leave on you, you can't be excited about saying it was just kidding cancer no <laughs> it's not how this works I, I, <laughs> my favorite episode this season i think besides the the miracle that is the finale uh, is the episode where they give each other the funerals they never got to have on Earth. I think that yeah. episode's so sweet. Everybody does it like their own specific personal way. Uh, I, I really like them outright stating like the gratitude that Eleanor and Jason have always had for each other as being like trash bros. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, it really like when they have to give these eulogies to each other, it is a nice way to like, specifically say something that the, that the feeling has been there for like i like when tawny mm -hmm. is doing eleanor's funeral well eleanor just like lays there in a beach chair yeah. in like a novelty t-shirt weekend that bernie's style <laughs> right and tahani says you know whether she was like into making fun of me or objectifying me or whatever eleanor always made me feel seen you know, Tahani is always talking about other people. Like she felt invisible in her family. Like her sister never saw her. Her parents never saw her. But as much as she name drops all these celebrities, mm -hmm. there really aren't examples of anybody thinking anything back to her. We never see like a flashback to, we never see what like Tahani's literal funeral would have been on earth. If like Adele right. is there saying, Oh, Tahani was so lovely. Every time I got to hang out with her, I'm really going to miss Tahani. Like, Tanya does feel like she just sort of tries to look at herself so much. She's so self-interested because who else is going to be interested in her? And I think it's a very nice description for the relationship those two have, is that Eleanor is always fascinated by Tahani in any various ways, whether it's like, yeah. oh, she's such a snob, or she's so hot, or she's always dropping names so obnoxious, but, like, she really loves her. I really like the bond between those two. I think they're very sweet. Yeah, yeah, this this show nailed that completely. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think this one really highlights it, but also just I, I, again to go back to when each character kind of decides to leave and do their own thing, just how emotional it is for each of them to deal with that. And for you as a viewer, how much yes. like you, you were be being affected by all of yeah. these connections um like I, I i i don't think the finale like sneaks up on you but it almost does with just how yeah. emotional it really is i think mm -hmm. um because like through most of the season we've or through yeah these hazens we've seen the romance kind of blossom between um Eleanor and Haiti and mm -hmm. even then sometimes I, I don't I don't want to say they have difficulty expressing it but it, it was season three right they have that scene where they're like hiding behind the bar as the demons come in and yeah. attack and she's just like uh look if we're about to die again like I need to say that like mm -hmm. I'm in love like even in a moment like that when she is expressing it it felt almost like a last resort uh thing like i hoped we would have gotten more time to do this more naturally 
but we don't. So yes. here it is, right? But we, we get these moments that are kind of stunted or she realizes she's in love with him, but he might not be in love with her just yet, or he might not remember or stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then when, when it's obvious that he is ready to go, just how emotional she get like immediately. And she, she, she panics and tries to make this like everlasting, the greatest Mm. date, ever right like we're, we're gonna do everything you've already d- done but 20 times more right yes um and just doesn't want it to to end and she like she's sobbing when it when he's he's like look <sighs> you need to stop like i like i'm i this is it like i i need I, to go and she's so I, stuck of just like i know like i don't want this to be the case um, i really like that she does come to it on her own like she she confesses to him like i've been alone my whole life i can't be alone for the rest of eternity and he's like okay i can stay like like living in the good place it's certainly not harmful it's not so damaging you it's just making you sort of dull and glassy so he's like i guess i can stay for eleanor and then she comes to him with this uh this metaphor adopted from what we owe to each other where she's like, I owe you letting you go when you are ready. I can yeah. have this uh, this rule of cheaties must never leave Eleanor's because it'll make Eleanor's sad. But I, uh, over a thousand years, I could never justify it. So I have to let you go. And they're sitting there on that beautiful little deck love seat watching the sunset. And she asks him to say something comforting from like one of the philosophers you know like an aristotle or a socrates and he's like well that isn't really what they did but in eastern philosophy they've like buddhism they have this adage of you look out at the sea you see a wave you can prove the wave is there it's measurable this is how tall Mm -hmm. it is is how long it lasted and then the wave will disappear and it'll just go back to being water again the wave was absolutely there and then it's just not there but the water is still there and the wave was just a different way for the water to be for a little while. It's like I was you know, made out of the universe. I'm going back to the universe. And she asks him, the final thing I want you to do for me is say goodbye now and be gone before I wake up. And then she wakes up and next to her on the bed is a sexy, cheaty calendar. <laughs> Amazing. It's so good. <laughs> that's, that's such a good capper to that scene. That's, that was yeah. so... Every, every goodbye that these characters have with each other, because we have to see so many different kinds of goodbyes between different uh, combinations of characters, which is not something a finale typically does. This is a really mm-hmm. unique format. This is something, this is a narrative style you are not prepared for. Having to have, like, Dude, the moment like you the would have in one finale is like you have to, times, right, yeah. you have to have this, like, finale moment, like, four times over the course of this episode. It really, <laughs> like, struck me every when time. they just, like, walk in the, the, the <laughs> church at the end and everyone is hugging and fades t- to white. Right. right? It's just they, like, no, you have to do it four in, times. <laughs> everyone walking in <laughs> to the church and it fades. Yeah. T- 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 to white every single time right (laughs) and for a show you and i are both watching this for the first time i just got to know these people four months ago but that's how efficient 
this show is, how well mm-hmm. casted and performed and written it is, that it hits you so hard, like very quickly. I was like, these people are my friends. <laughs> we had, we, I tend to watch the show when we are going for our, our monthly ongoing series in like the week or two before we record the episode. Yeah. So the memories are still pretty fresh in my mind. So I like watch a show and then I'll take like two or three weeks off and then I'll watch it again, which has been very helpful to me. I like the structure of watching a show where I can't, I make myself finish it within a specific time frame. I never lose the thread on it, but also I can't binge the whole thing in a weekend and then it yeah. all just blips out of my head because I experienced <laughs> it too fast. Like coming back every towards the end of every month, it's like, oh boy, I get to see my friends again. The yeah. friendship these characters have with each other that like resonates back to you is really remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like I I was almost thinking that Chidi and Eleanor would go together. Um, that mm-hmm. also felt like a fitting end for yeah. them. Um, but that was not the case. And I think it was more emotional as a result, right? That he was ready and has been been ready for a long time um and he's just kind of gotten to the point where he has to say something right Mm -hmm. and that's when she clues in like oh he's he he said we need to talk i know what that Mm -hmm. means (laughs) Mm um and i think yeah even to go back to tahani where she left off that is kind of again the like perfect circle journey for her right of of being so self-absorbed so self-important trying Mm -hmm. to self-actualize her importance uh by name dropping all of these people to genuinely being selfless and being Mm -hmm. like you know what i i want to be an architect so that i can help other people get to where we got um is is j- like just a complete 180 of her character um mm. and yeah I, I i thought that was fantastic um it's it's so much growth but it's also so right with everything we've known about her the whole time where at the beginning she's such a show off and she's like dressed perfectly and she's all this etiquette and she can throw these fancy parties with all these little macarons and dainty little forks and ice sculptures and everything I liked seeing that she went on a journey of taking that expertise and that thing and learning like, what else can I be an expert in and going into like really sort of practical hands on, on dainty things. Like you wouldn't have imagined she did before. with Nick Offerman, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I love the Nick Offerman cameo is the ultimate yeah. woodworker. She can learn from. <laughs> She's there with her overalls. Like, yes, I, I built that chair from hand. Then you see the list of other stuff she wanted to do. And it's like, I want to free solo all the way up the Colossus of Rhodes. <laughs> it's fun yep. to see her keep challenging herself. And I I did really appreciate that everybody's journey is unique. And her journey ends with her saying, no, there's still more I can challenge myself with. I'm going to keep at it. And her secret 1001 thing was to objectify uh, <laughs> Ellen Denor. You got a banging bod. Right. She's just like, I love it. Oh, and I love you? that that's Eleanor's final request from Janet. She makes Janet say as she walks into the, the final door of death. I hate seeing you walk through the door into the infinite nothingness. 
I'd love to watch you leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, indeed. They had fun. Um, what am, I want to shout out one of my favorite jokes, maybe out of the whole series, which is sure. in the beginning of the season when they're still leading those humans through, like trying to coach them into being better people. And they've like split them up into groups and uh, Tahani's in charge of throwing like a party for him at a lake house. And she's imagining what they're going to do. Uh, and she's like, finger sandwiches. No, finger sandwiches at a lake house. What am I, Welsh? And Eleanor says, are you? I don't know. No, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that Tahani makes like the same pattern of joke over and over again. And this is the season where everybody like reacts on it. Like she's done the blank. What am I? Blank before. And now Eleanor's like, I don't know. What's the answer? You yeah. gotta tell me. I don't know Even if you aren't. Spending multiple Jeremy Jeremy's of eternity with each other. She's still just there's certain things that they just don't know about each other because they haven't talked about about it. And I love when she makes a joke and like the her like what she think is thinks is going to be her goodbye party before she decides to stay and become an architect. That they like quote exactly what she's going to say back to her. And I love the escalation of being tied to all of these famous people like she's dropped so many different famous people to be her like godparents or her mentors across <laughs> these seasons and it culminates in big ben being one of her godfathers her uncles and they're like, yeah they're like how is big ben the clock tower one of your godfathers she's run out of celebrities she's scraping she, rock she bottom monuments <laughs> yeah Hopefully no one knows it's named after a person, right? Big Ben. So maybe, right? Yeah. You know. (laughs) So there's the journey all of our main characters go on. And I really like how much they give to all these supporting characters. Like, I really like that Vicky becomes the new trainer for these demons who have to learn to pivot into designing these challenges. Like, not torture the way they have been, but giving somebody a challenge that they can learn to overcome to see if they do get to the good place or not. I really appreciated that after all the time she's been there, after how many repeats and reboots of the experiment that she went through as just one of Michael's demon actors, that she's learned a lot and she's good at what she does. I I think that's a great use of her. And I love that Eleanor's final thing that she feels like she has to do before she can like cross over and leave the good place is that she's like I have to go back to Mindy St. Clair who's been all alone in the medium place just her and a a million reboots of Derek (laughs) great use of Derek this season yeah I love when he gets murdered and then like his image pops up his like floating head just like Janet's did when she was murdered and Hootie has it all wrong like I have been Derek'd Murder, Murder has been me. me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many different things he has in his martini glass? Yep. I love tracking chips. that. <laughs> just entirely <laughs> sprinkles, which is a thing I did once as a child. I just drank. Hell yeah. Drank in big finger quotes, straight sprinkles out of a champagne flute I found in our basement. Um, I Classy. love that Eleanor's final thing she feels like she needs to do is to see if Mindy can go through what she went through. It's like I see I feel like we're cut from the same cloth like there. But for the grace of God, go I 
as you living alone in like a 1983 house in a wasteland yeah. with just a Derek. It's like you need to develop the same relationships I did. I've learned how helpful that is, even for people who are used to being alone. Like mm-hmm. you need these other connections. You need people who can encourage you to do better. And I yeah. think you can and should get into the good place. I really liked coming back to that. I've always appreciated that they use Mindy St. Clair in the medium place as this like magic hat that they can pull stuff out of. Like there's the medium place is the solution to a lot of different questions. They use it as like a fulcrum for a lot of plots. Yeah. And I like that they always do right by Mindy. Like they really try and do something for Mindy as the keeper of this place. Like they we brought you a Derek. We brought you cocaine. Her a whole bunch yeah. of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that, that the the show really puts the work into showing, going back and like helping people who have helped you along the way, showing the gratitude, mm-hmm. not like it's making its philosophy and its comedy callbackiness the same thing. Yeah. It's like, what what if we saw Jason's funny friend Pillboy again? And Pillboy was sincerely grateful for how Jason helped him on the road to becoming a good person and getting into heaven. But we're all g- 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 ghosts. Ghosts are all white. Damn, are ghosts racist? <laughs> <laughs> Why are ghosts white if I'm not white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, like, that is what I was talking about earlier with, like, some of the j- jokes from the entirety of this season mm. come back in a real emotional way yes. that sexy cheaty calendar and like <sighs> you see that and just like immediately start crying because it's yes. like oh, they love each other but also it's like him in, in a like a in a, a like fireman outfit and him in, in a, <laughs> a, a teacher's outfit a postal right. worker outfit right? right it's all that it was it's a wrestler that. It's just like oh no this is ridiculous <laughs> i also loved seeing how a calendar of baramese looks very different than a regular calendar like there's pieces missing it like loops back around and squiggles it's just there's cool an graphic odd, like, design right <laughs> it's diagonal the whole thing right? yeah I, I love that when she is trying to to spice up their relationship to get him to stay, she asked Janet to make a bed shaped like a highlighter and make her an edible valedictorian robe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, One man. of my favorite jokes, another thing I deeply related to, in addition to wanting to live in a restaurant, mine wasn't a stupid Nick's wing dump. Mine was an Outback Steakhouse that closed. And it had like a big front patio where you would wait to get a table. I or wish that, they tore that, it down. It's like a tire store d- d- now. I That Dairy Queen from Guardians of the Giggy Galaxy <laughs> would also be up there on, on, on the list. for Melissa. No, I, I wanted to live in the abandoned Outback Steakhouse because then I could have a big, beautiful porch. But it's closed. And it's dead now. I can't live there. Uh, I also <laughs> really related to the bit where... We flash back and we spend a little bit more time with Cheedy in his past, which we've, we got to like yeah. meet his parents. We'd never gotten that time with him before like that, where he's talking to that ex-girlfriend who he's kind of having problems with. And he recommends, hey, you know what? This philosopher had something about this in this book. And she says, we're not a book club. And he's like, we're not not a book club. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I know. 
I know that's what any um, be, major, right? That's what any major relationship in my life is going to turn into. <laughs> not, not a book club. Right. <laughs> yeah. There, there's man. so many bits. There's so many wonderful little like that really hit me emotionally, or I think that's very very funny. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. think about it for a long time. I love Jason's list of people who they should try and see if they can coach through the experiment to get into the good place. And he's like, we gotta get Pikachu. We gotta yeah. get Blake Bortles. We gotta get Mini-Me and Fat Bastard. Like, it's all these fictional characters he thinks is are real and are good people. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear Jason's argument for, no, I think I can get Fat Bastard in heaven. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, they have they have so many good moments in this finale. I I I think we've primarily talked about that, but yeah, I, I do want to mention a few uh, good yes. good things I liked from er- earlier on in the season two, um, when when they are running the experiment and it's not working. They're trying to teach Brent how to be a better person, and he is just the worst. He is mm-hmm. and, and like like cartoonishly so mm-hmm. like he just feels like a caricature. I yeah. even in the small amount of time that we get to see him mm-hmm. and spend time with him, the jokes that they build up with with mm-hmm. him. Fantastic. Just him yeah. always mentioning that he went to a certain school. He went to I forget Princeton. which one. Exactly. How dare Thank you, you forget. Brent. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, like just like just that he's consistent. He's consistent on th- that that stuff is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like how they then try to redo some of the antics of the first experiment on him yeah. to make it work, and so they do all of the 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 stuff that he had been mentioning mm-hmm. that is the chaos that happens the next day all those like giant monsters and people flying everywhere which way i liked the older lady uh who was secretly the demon the one <laughs> dude who can never have his shirt on um who just all of a sudden just starts punching people and like throwing them around and flying just a great moment when they discover mm-hmm. him. And so he just like, uh, all right, fight ah! <laughs> just starts beating everyone up. Um, yeah, like stuff like that, I think was fantastic. I, I, I do think that they, they really did have some interesting moments when, those characters start to figure it out of like something yeah. is up he, 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 here um something something is not right this guy's not a monk uh mm-hmm. what's happening here he's not supposed to be here which confirms my suspicion Wait. that something is up here uh also i we've gotten a little bit less of cheaty and jason together than other configurations of the characters in previous seasons i loved how much time they got to spend together in the experiment in the earlier part of this season. Uh, (laughs) Like when they dance together to a song that Jason recorded while being chased by a cop car. Yep. Fun fact, those cop noises (laughs) are real. I was recording in the backseat of my Uber. (laughs) Um, 
yeah i mean they 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 have a blast i, I think they even make <coughs> reference to when michael tried to be cool and he had the earrings and the like just the, the smaller callbacks to to things that didn't even get much screen time yeah. right just the like oh here was that one scene where he tried to be cool um yeah, I mean, they just they, they do a really successful job. I think the conversation that Brent has with Chidi at the end there to re really make him realize that, like, look, dude, you're not going to make it, um, I, I think ended up being a real heartfelt conversation. Um, I think even kind of before that, just the kind of reality of him falling down this oh, this hole, hole and he's stuck on on the wall of this pit and the other character is just not really wanting to help him because this guy had his chance in life and he's now basically had his chance in death to improve mm -hmm. and just not learning period um and even if he is doing good deeds what they they do is they yeah. they like trick him into doing that but the motivation isn't there really right so they, they they're still just like yeah this guy's not a good person hasn't learned anything um and they just leave they just go somewhere mm. else right and leave him to like well i guess this is the good place but would be a better place if he isn't there right um mm. And 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 then, yeah, just shows how much Chidi truly does yes. care about everyone, uh, mm. not just the 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 people he was with in the original experiment, but he just wants to help people. Um, yeah, it was nice to see uh, after all this talk of theory, an opportunity for him to get to do something in practice on that yeah. scale of I'm going to help yeah. rescue this man from a hell pit. As uh, I recently learned that a man named Oppenheimer may or may not have said theory can only get you so far, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's good for him to have a, a practical moment where he needs mm -hmm. to put all of that in, in, into play. Um, yeah, I, I think even uh, w with what happens with michael and his journey uh mm -hmm. to get to become a human is fantastic i'll come back to that in a sec but he, he, even for J for J for janet um her like yes. full circle moment getting to see jason uh mm -hmm. one more time like oh she's yes. she's so happy she's so excited but it's another like better sweet moment but it is also closure for for her mm -hmm. as she also explains like i experience time differently yeah like i'm experiencing it all at once so it's it it is goodbye but it's not goodbye i'm meeting you for the first time right now like oh. like i i get to spend my existence with you no matter what um, yes it's so yeah that's so sweet i think they make very good use of how janet isn't a being the way anybody else is a being which is something the show like never loses sight of that she you know, like that's how, how they find out disco janet 
I love Disco Janet. I love getting to see all the different Rude. Janets. I would have taken more. There's that point at like the beginning of season. It's like end of season one where they like go to the button on the beach and murder her or the beginning of season two where they keep rebooting the experiment. But you see a bunch of different Janets. And then we settled mm-hmm. into in, in terms of costuming. And then we settled into one Janet long term. Like, oh, I, I kind of miss the opportunity for costume change. But I do love that when you see her and Jason cuddling together in bed, that he's wearing like a pajama top. He's wearing like a tank top that's like the same pattern as her like little scarf thing. I think yeah. it's cute that they started dressing like each other. They are matching pajamas. <laughs> Very sweet. Um, I did love seeing all the Janets work together, seeing bad Janet come along to their side, like not like still hating humans, but agreeing the system is broken we can't be judging them the way we have been judging them. Yeah. I did. I, I am willing to cooperate uh, to, to hiding the universe ending, but absolutely from judge Maya Rudolph. Uh, I love that. She keeps talking about the show justified and they have to summon actual Timothy Oliphant to try and get through to her. Yeah. She mentions all sorts of shows. She mentions the leftovers. She met like yes! another show oh. that we've watched here on the podcast for our, our end of the well, month specials. A, uh, a, a very appropriate cousin to the good place. Yeah. The leftovers is. Indeed. Um, to get back to Michael, though, at, yes. at the end, this is, um, I think, one of the more emotional like surprisingly emotional moments of when this seemingly random person ends up with his mail the building over um and he at first throws it out but then it's like ah no i should probably go deliver that and delivers it to michael who's just having a blast discovering that things can be hot and that it hurts when you touch right. them and discovering so uh, happy. right yeah what, what was the when 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 he steps into being a human what's the building that he's in front of do we know i i don't know if we know what it is that. but we there was something about that scene that i think that made me really really laugh uh, and I think it was just There's, kind of the, the irony of like where he was or what he was wearing or something <laughs> like that. He, I don't remember now. He, he's Damn. outside on a street somewhere and he manifests in front of these planters that have cacti in them. And he's like, oh, it's hot, but it's a dry heat. Oh, yes, like he yeah, loves the that. mundanity of human existence. It, it really seems like he got sent to Eleanor's hometown of Arizona, hometown, home state of Arizona. I love that he gets a big dog and names it Jason. Right. Yeah. But like it's 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 him. His first words as a yes. human. It's hot. But but but, but it's dry heat is right. like the <laughs> most j- j- like small talk. Talk about the weather. Right. It's hot. It's related. Like and he just like something about that being the first thing that he says as a human is right. just made me laugh. Like, I was like, this is so dumb, but it's great. It's perfect. I, that's what he loves. So like, I like when yeah. There's the museum of like human stuff he collected during his time on earth. And he's like, my paper clips, right? He's emotional <laughs> he's over so, his paper clips. The piece of 
the piece of mail that this guy gives him is just like, you now have a reward card at the local grocery store. And he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, he's so, so happy just about every little small uh, thing. And the guy's like, all right, take it easy. And he and then he's, he stops and is just like, no, I will do you one better. Take it sleazy. And that's it's, it. That's the show. That's the that's how it ends. And that's the I, end. I think, yeah, that that is a great ending to the show. Him just giddy with excitement and joy over the small things and just being like you, you know what just take it sleazy just have fun live life absolutely i you know? <laughs> it's and i like that that's what happens after you step through that final door we see what happens with eleanor where she just sort of turns into embers and like floats throughout the universe and little ember flipped. floats down and <laughs> floats down to that guy who like got the wrong piece of mail threw it away dub thinks about it again picks it up takes it to the guy it's like hey i got your mail and like yeah. she and that guy happens to be michael you know whether there's any sort of control in that or if it's entirely happenstance you don't know but it's very sweet that like when you die first off the concept of when you die you get the chance to keep practicing and learning to be better Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get to make all sorts of new friends and keep growing. But then if you also in this narrative, this like truly final death where you dissolve into absolute nothingness, you're really nothing. You just go back. You become energy in the universe. You become coincidence and serendipity and happenstance. And if you were good, just that little tiny spark of you can make something in the world better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I have much else to say. It was fantastic. <laughs> I really enjoyed this show. Thoroughly I, I, enjoyable. Yeah. I can't see myself watching it again in the future. It's really For warm, sure. really comforting. I'm sure there's there's so much going on. Like I'm gonna like pick up on new nuance or 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 see a, a little background gag I missed the first time, or get to appreciate a character dynamic better. And the I can definitely see myself turning to the show or thinking about this in times of trouble. Sure. You know, like 30 years from now when my parents sure. die, I'm going to remember what Cheaty had to say about waves just being the way water is for a little while. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I forget what I was about to say uh, just a little earlier, but uh, yeah, I think I think uh that's it. We had a blast it's, with uh, the place was good. One. The place was good indeed. We've decided. Um, yeah. So I highly recommend it. Go check it out. Um, let me see if I can pull up bingo here. Bingo, 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 bongo. There it is. Bingo up on the screen right now. So you guys can see where our bingo sheets are. Um, man, I don't know if we mm. got anything. Did we get any kind of conspiracy no. board that I think is one we, of the closest things that we could have gotten this We had season. one in the Venture Brothers movie, but since we, we covered did, that yeah. under Reactor Core, we aren't able to include it here. Yeah. Um, and he kind of didn't realize my own strength. I don't think so. Oh, really? Um... And it might be yet another week without a, like a substantial bingo update. 
Mm-hmm. That's so, okay. We that still is, have time. Okay. Indeed, indeed. Um, well, yeah. Melissa, let's get back to recommendations. When we're doing our end-of-the-month specials, we like to do them at the first and the last time that we cover something. I don't entirely remember all the stuff that we mentioned in the first I, one. Um, but I know mine were Defending Your Life, which I mentioned earlier, uh, in the TV show Good Omens, which now has a new season that just came out on Friday that yeah. you can watch. If you're interested more in the sort of bureaucracy of a heaven and a hell and these sort of uh, otherworldly beings learning to appreciate the really mundane details of life on Earth and learning to love humans inside with them sure. over a heaven or hell that they may be born from, uh, turn to Good Omens for that. And uh, we mentioned Futurama. I think Futurama is also like a nice match. It's definitely more of like a classic sitcom sitcom uh doesn't it has the it's not as overall sweet but it has in its more episodic nature like really incredible emotional one-shot episodes Mm -hmm. like it uses the sci-fi and the speculative fiction to tell really touching stories about the relationships between its characters uh that is a show that I, I am greatly fond of it, it. It does feel like family. It feels like comfort. And now there's no more new stuff. So watch, pick up any Futurama. Hey, gang, Start Futurama good news. Anywhere. <laughs> good news, everyone. Yeah. Uh, I also want to mention something we, well, I'm going to mention it and then I'm going to let you take it from here. Just a couple episodes ago, we read the graphic novel, The Mini Deaths of Lila Star, which I think also is a very, uh, introspective philosophical work on what mortality means absolutely yeah uh that is one of my favorite comics of all time it is yeah it's a story about the goddess of death basically being fired from her job and then having to live her retirement the the remainder of her existence as a human uh Mm. but immediately dies again um and she's she goes to live as a human while also trying to find the person that uh invents immortality and tries to kill them um but like i said she dies and then the god of life resurrects her and this cycle keeps kind of happening of she has another chance encounter with this guy that invents uh immortality she's supposed to kill him but she doesn't and then she dies and then she gets resurrected and has a chance encounter with it right um but yeah it is a surprisingly emotional gut punch in only five issues um just the the amounts that it kind of emotionally affected me i i don't totally understand i don't think i've been that close to death i I know i've had family members pass away and friends and stuff like that but there's a certain distance to some of that so Mm -hmm. i I just it it affected me in a way that i was just like wow i was not expecting this kind of like how the finale of this show is just yeah surprisingly emotional um 
So yeah, that is definitely a good recommendation. The Many Deaths of Lila Star by Ram V and Felipe Andrade. And it's it's a standalone. It's not yeah. very long. You can pick it up and read it quickly, but it'll stay with you for a long time. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I think some I, I probably recommended these early on um, when we, we talked about this show, but I would also go back to community. I think mm-hmm. the level of continuity is very similar in both of those shows. Um, and the growth that some of those characters get to have uh, is really good. It's it's interesting. It's fun to see how they just start as kind of random people they meet uh, and they end up forming a study group initially to get inside one of the characters pants uh, like that was it. Uh, and it turns into like this really tight knit group of friends that it, just like do everything together um and that's really neat um i i think there's a, a certain camaraderie that all those characters have um i think also we got a cameo from lisa kudrow right friends would be a good sitcom um has less i think of that there is a continuing plot but mm-hmm. less so than i think this this show here but again has the like camaraderie of here's these friends yeah. as the show is aptly named uh and just all of the stuff that they get up to up to all the relationships that they have um mm-hmm. so yeah good stuff with that good stuff yeah. Don't don't know if I have really many more outside of the things I, that we've I've, already I've said. I've thought of Dead Like Me, but I remember so little about Dead Like Me anymore beyond the initial premise of woman dies in freak accident. After mm-hmm. death, she finds that she is a grim reaper. Uh, mm. And she lives like back on Earth, but in this sort of n- non-body that's like painted go away green. Like people look at her and they instantly, she's like a man in black, you know, like you look at her and you instantly forget you ever saw her. Right. Like she's that much of a non-presence on Earth. She can never reconnect with her family again, but she hangs out in a diner with a bunch of other Grim Reapers. Uh, sure. And everybody is a Grim Reaper for people who died the way they died. So she's exclusively like people who also died in weird freak accidents. Mm. And there's like old That's guys just sort of playing bocce ball in the park. And they're like, yeah, they're Grim Reapers too, but like they died of the plague. So unless there's another plague, like these guys just basically get to chill out. <laughs> yeah. They never have to work. <laughs> I I remember the premise, but I don't remember a lot anymore about like the tone of the show or how it progressed or how it felt. But I'd have to give it a rewatch sometime. Here you go. I would even throw on iZombie on on there. I, Less you of a did mention iZombie before. Did you, I? For, for in the like show? the last handful of months, you've mentioned iZombie oh. for something. Well, <laughs> sure. I, I don't know if I mentioned it for the, this one, but that's a good show, too. Um, less of a sitcom, more of a narrative show, but has has some of the the kind of wackiness is that the right word the the like levity the light heartedness of this show here because that that is a like zombie apocalypse 
I think it's not really apocalypse, but uh, it is a zombie show. Uh, and it had their, you know, there's zombie antics. They quarantine off a section of Seattle or the Pacific Northwest, wherever they are up there. But it just has like good relationships uh, within that this idea of like a second chance at life here or a new life you've been so transformed by something you can't really do the things that you used to do in the same way that you used to do them stuff like that um mm-hmm. check out eyes zombie that was a good one okay nice so yeah uh well let's see here now that we've done recommendations um stuff we will do for next week and next month I'll start with mm-hmm. next month, our next end of the month special. Uh, I I was I have been wanting for the longest time to kind of color in a certain spot on my comic book reading knowledge that I've just never gone into. I've never read any Hellboy. Mm-hmm. I thought Me we could either. go from the good place to the bad place to hell. Yeah. Right? Um, so. Yeah, we're we're going to read some Hellboy. Um, they have a bunch of it on Comixology Unlimited. If you are a subscriber to that service, um, you can check out. They have kind of the original run. They have 12 volumes of that that you can check out. Um, there's all sorts of Hellboy like spinoffs and ancillary new new titles. BPRD, Hellboy and Hell this year's comic-con they announced mecca hellboy um which i think is is neat um but yeah i've never read any kind of hellboy comics period mm-hmm. um so for the remainder of the year the next four months uh because we don't really do one in december um but for the next four months uh we will be covering three volumes at a time of hellboy um, so the end of next month, volumes one through three. Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. Um, I look I'm forward ex- to it. I, I really love those Guillermo del Toro in. movies. I yeah. love Hellboy's a, a presence. I also have never picked up the original comics. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that'll be good for us to jump into next. However, next week, we've already kind of pitched what we were going to do last episode. Uh, So for this next week, we are reading volumes one through three of Power Rangers, published by Boom Studios, written by Kyle Higgins and I think Steve Orlando and a whole bunch of other people working on uh, art and and stuff like that. Um, I've heard great things about the Power Rangers comics. Uh, They've had... It, it seems like it's both a, a great continuation of what you, what Melissa and I knew like growing up, uh, as well as t- taking it in a g- good logical next step. Like where where would where would that show have g- 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 gone if it continued and didn't get relaunched mm-hmm. into a million different I- iterations of yeah. Power Rangers? Um, so, yeah, some some interesting stuff. Uh, with that but that's also available on comiXology unlimited volumes one through three of power rangers um 
So yeah, good good childhood memories. Mm-hmm. That one. So there you go. That's what we're up up to this next week and at the end of this next month. Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps us up for this week. So Melissa, where can the people find you on the in- internet? I, I do still have Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit, W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. We should start calling it. Well, no, I don't want to start calling it X. Can't even say it right. I'm stuttering so much because I I just physically don't want to call it that. Uh, but yeah, Twitter X. I haven't gotten. I don't. I haven't gotten rid of them. I don't look at them. But if I am messaged there, I will respond to a message there. I will get a notification about it. I, I really got to set up something nice and neutral, like a Gmail account where people can contact me that I won't feel embarrassed in the years to come to say that I have. Right. At, at the trajectory that social media is on right now, we're probably all just going to go back to e- 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 email. <laughs> I have a newsletter. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter uh, and on Threads. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter and at the Whatnots official on Threads. So please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, we got plenty more videos for you to check out right over there. That would help us out a ton. Uh, But yeah, this has been number 264 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.